Hi everyone, uh, welcome to the minicast. Mitch Brunette here. Uh, we're going to talk about the IC onboarding process at a new building. Uh, Megan Ashoff's with me today, so welcome in. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So uh, we are going to talk about the IC onboarding relationship. Now we did talk about this in operations episode number two, which was called setting up your night for success. And we had a really good discussion there with the CCMs about uh, IC relationships and how you can get the most out of them. We're gonna to touch on that a little bit today, but we're gonna be a little more focused on the first week or so that we work with them. And then if it's not a brand new IC, just that first week at the new building. So jumping into the first week of cleaning, if you've got a new contractor that you're getting started, I really believe the very first week that we service an account with them is gonna set the tone for the future of our relationship. And it's a lot like we experience with a new client. You get a brand new client, the new start is everything. You gotta get off to a really good start with that client because it's going to set the tone for the future of the relationship. Get off to a good new start, you're probably gonna have a good relationship. Get off to a rocky new start, you're going to have a rocky relationship. It's not to say that we can't bounce back from a you know bad first week with a contractor. We can't say that we can't bounce back uh, from a uh, tough or rocky new start with a client. But when we do that, it's just a lot harder to get there. So we're going to walk through some kind of tips and some concepts that are going to help us get off to a really good start with your new contractor uh, in their new building. So we're going to start by setting expectations in that first three nights or that first week of service. And in some ways it might sound counterproductive, but we need to be incredibly thorough the first three nights as far as what we clean, how often we clean it, and how good of a job that we do. And the reason I say that might sound counterproductive is I think our natural instinct is to just basically say, you know, let's kind of get through the first three nights with these guys because we don't want them to get scared uh, off of the building because it already takes longer to find all the trash cans, clean all the bathrooms, and get their routine down. Then on top of that, we're trying to dust the whole building. We're trying to get the vents cleaned. It might sound counterproductive to do that, but in reality, that's the right thing to do because then they know this is the expectation level that the client has for this property, and this is what we're gonna hold you to down the road. So start off by getting everything right early on and doing everything that needs to be done. Um, the other reason to set clear expectations is um, to make sure that they know every little thing that's supposed to be done. I kind of mentioned a couple of them, but picture frames that need to be dusted, ceiling vents that need to be hit, edge vacuuming that needs to be done, getting the front door glass cleaned, and I'm sure there's countless other little things that you guys do in the buildings during these new starts that really stick out. So the chances are if we get off to a really good start in the first week, they're more likely to stick to that schedule. But if they don't stick to that schedule, if they don't stick to that level of uh, cleaning expectation, you can always lean back on week one and remind them of what you did. You also have a good idea of how long it takes. You can go, I've literally said to people, man, I remember night one, I dusted that entire property um, literally in like an hour and a half or two hours by myself. So I'm asking you for about two hours a week over the course of three cleans to get that done. Um, I don't think that's unreasonable. And so it's really nice to have that to lean on. So. Uh, that's kind of some of the early ways to get off to a good start. You know what I was thinking too, if you're setting up, you know, basically you're saying I'm setting this up for success. So here the IC and the CCM, we're working together, everything is getting cleaned and there are going to be no complaints coming from the client, right? So if you start a new building and you've, you know, have a dirty vent or you've missed trash cans here and there, you may be more likely to get complaints from the client, which could then again, scare away the IC. So. 
Are you going to say something? No, oh. I, I just agree. I was just hearing you out. I, I completely agree. It's You're getting the building off to a better start, which means the client's not going to complain. And if the client doesn't complain, the contractor's not going to be going, I'm working, it takes me twice as long to clean this building and they're still complaining. They're never going to be happy and getting that out of the way. Yes. Um, a couple other things when you are working with a new IC is, you know, all the CCMs have a $50 a month budget to spend. Um, the most impactful, of course, is on dinners, buying, um, you know, sitting down with the new IC, having some dinner, having, you know, some time to relax, a bite to eat, you know, whatever the case is. Um, I think that is pretty impactful for them. Oftentimes, I will say if you are you know, working on a new start, they don't really want to take a couple hours to sit down and have dinner with you. Come back a week later or something. Yes, yeah. um, because when I first started, I tried that pretty much at every new start with a new IC and I would order pizza and I wanted everybody to sit down and you could just tell that they were like, okay, I want to get Look, started. lady, I want to clean the building. Yes. How many times did it take you to learn that lesson? Oh, uh, like three. <laughs> so um, I think it's impactful to purchase food for them. Um, what I started to do is I would bring in um, bottled waters. I brought in some cookies, like things like that, just to show that I care. So it doesn't mean you have to sit down for a three-hour dinner because I can promise you they probably do not want to do that. Um, what is the most impactful is helping them. Giving them a hand, you know, um, when I do new starts with people, I'll say like, hey, I'm going to go dust. It's the, you know, the tedious things that maybe they don't want to do and they're trying to get the job done, you know, at 100%. They want to, they should be the ones doing the vacuuming and the, you know, taking out the trash and just the basics. So you, them seeing that you're willing to roll up your sleeves, help them clean the building or dust or do all the vents or whatever the case is, it goes a long way. Yeah, and we can't do the job 100% for them, but... Um, I, I've, I can't tell you how many times I've been in a building dusting and most of the time I'm dressed like I normally am, shirt and tie or whatever. I don't usually change clothes for new starts unless I know I'm going to be there for a long time. And I cannot tell you how many times I've come around a corner um, or just noticed a couple cleaners maybe talking to the contractor and the contractor's kind of nodding their head in my direction saying, oh, that guy's El Jefe or, you know, whatever. And uh, it's just funny to see them, you know, recognize and go, wow, it's pretty cool this guy's out here cleaning with us and helping. So uh, that's pretty much it. At, at the end of the day, we're here to build relationships with these people. And when you have a good relationship with people, it's easier to help hold them accountable. So if you can build rapport with your contractors, it's going to be a huge part uh, in your success as you develop in your role as a CCM or an FSM here at Citywide. So uh, we appreciate everyone taking the time to listen to this. Uh, please take it seriously. And as always, ask your supervisor if you need any help. Thanks, everybody.